We will step into the light so you can stand in the darkness. We are Awesome. And this is Bay Watched, an homage to Buns, Babes, Hunks, and the Hop. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Bay Watched. With me is not Dave because his wife is, I think, breaking new limbs every single day. Mm-hmm. Though she, she might run out. <laughs> and then I have Matt and Matt. What up? Hey. They're just both named Matts. Yeah. So they're both like the same person except one wears a pink hat. Well, yeah. And steals parking spots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This episode, Armored Car. Now, when I read this, okay, I get I get these summaries off of IMDb, and I saw the episode named Armored Car, and then as I start reading this, this, this summary, I was really confused for the lack of armored car until the last sentence, pretty much. Jill teams up with Trevor to win a beach volleyball tournament, but all she really wants is to beat her ex's team, no matter what. Eddie and Shawnee try to rescue a child trapped in a crashed armored car. Which is interesting because we will find out that they spend a lot of time looking at this armored car. Yeah, the, the <clears throat> salvation of the child, 30 seconds of the episode. <laughs> yes. So uh, what 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 story arc do we want to do first? The armored car or the beach volleyball? Um, actually, I want to start with um, uh, Hobie, Hobie's like, story arc wherein... Hobie before, has a story arc? Well, yes. where he, <laughs> no, wherein he didn't used to want to kiss girls and all of a sudden he's he's kissing them against their will. And well, he's learning. Yeah, and Hoff is like, "Cool, man." He's like, "That's it, right? That's uh, my boy. That's how you got made." Okay, <laughs> I kissed them, kissed them, girls. I'm only here to pose with money, but uh, I'm gonna steal kisses from these ladies who have to just give it to me. So, I don't know if we want to do the armored car or beach volleyball. Do you guys have a preference? I want to know how the armored car became a thing. Okay, we'll just do armored car first. Okay, what's the, what writer? found a way to fit an armored car into this. There's an armored car just on the pier. This is a huge stretch. And people are, and it's used as an advertisement, which I don't know how that's even a thing. Right? Isn't that what it's, but, isn't it like a marketing ploy of like, so come would, take your picture with the armored car. Evidently we'll, we'll, we'll show you how we can save your money or something like that. No, or, evidently they're redoing the pier or taking out part of the pier that's old. Right. <coughs> oh, By the way, uh, uh, Lee Goldberg, William Rad, Radkin, are the teleplay, uh, wrote the teleplay, Michael Burke and Douglas Schwartz came up with the story. So those are the writers who came up with putting an armored car. So, so they're doing something <laughs> in, to the pier. In case pier. you know those names, guys. They're doing something to the pier, and, well. They're trying, they're trying to, they want to re, they want, okay, I think they want to re, not rebuild it, but. Rebuild or remove or something. That's yeah, they, I think because you also, why, why, the armored car marketing ploy or whatever, or the fundraising that's going up on top, you have one lone construction worker for snow, Apparent reason, just yeah. walking around underneath the pier, just sort of like tapping. tapping no, he, there's a reason. The guy tells the guy's yeah. like the the foreman guy or whatever. He's like he's checking underneath the pier because to make sure it's safe. Yeah, to make sure it's safe because they're. I think the money's supposed to be raised to refurbish the pier, like re retrofitted or whatever. Um, and so the guys under go. I don't know what his ting 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 what a crowbar is doing, but so I think that that's what he's there for. <clears throat> they're they're going to take it down or refurbish it or something. And this guy wants to save it. Evidently, he's very wealthy, so he parks 
an armored car on the pier, and people and could opens it and up. people could pay money to take pictures with yes. money, and the money that they paid with would go towards saving or rehabbing the pier. The money that's in the armor car was actually money already raised for purposes of saving the pier. They still need more. They let's say it costs two hundred thousand. They have like a hundred in the armor so, car. They still need to raise another hundred k. And so that's that's the second part of this is you get to pose with a hundred thousand dollars, which is where Hobie came in. So Hobie would love to get ladies. I like that this was not an episode about somebody planning to rob a armored car. Oh, because by the title and this show's history, I totally thought that we were about to have a bank robbery. That the I'm surprised that Bruce stopped. I'm surprised that there weren't like bank robbers like in scuba gear in the water just waiting for <laughs> it to break. Have you guys ever heard of this marketing ploy though? No, no, I've never heard of posing it. with money. Yes, I know because we're not as brilliant as the Baywatch writers. Well, and, and not just posing with money, the armored car and and two bikinis. Yeah, and you get to hold the money. You get to hold like the bricks. Yes, go so, because you know what the best way to, to raise money for is letting people hold real bricks of cash. All those people are getting crazy and hope that yeah. <laughs> there was one. Cop it didn't out exist there. back then. It was fine. There was one cop out there protecting it. Yeah. Well, there was one cop and like three lifeguards. That's true. Yeah, so that's like that's actually like a whole that's all like a police force. Yeah. So believe it or not, the pier is not designed to carry this very heavy armored car that they talked about. Well, certainly not a pier that's like ninety years old or whatever. Okay, I also love that they. Okay, were armored cars a new thing in nineteen ninety? Were they new? I don't think so. Because Garner has to tell us, I don't know, fifty times that you man this. Armored car is really... Man, once those doors are locked, there's no getting in it. You can't stop. I mean, like, multiple times do we have to be told... Well, it's an art, like, well if we weren't told, then later on, spoiler, when Shawnee and Eddie get trapped, we would think, like, why did they just open the door? Yeah, But now we can say, oh, that's right, Garner said. <laughs> I mean, they, they really pumped that up. Yeah. Like, my, my favorite part, though, was from about five minutes into the movie... You knew that the dock was, or the pier was collapsing. You see the wood crack. Right, because the random construction <laughs> guy, like, taps a, yep. uh, a board and it falls off. And, 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 it goes, and then it goes, and you can see the pier sway. And then it's not until about minute 40 of the episode, show, yeah. the episode, that it actually collapses. Oh, yeah, because, because that wouldn't be sudden. It no, wouldn't snap and fall. I mean, and we, we have to watch it slowly deteriorate. I mean, if I think Gardner talked about the armored car a lot, I don't know what happened more. Him talking about the armored car, us seeing the pier slowly break, or then tell us, no, don't worry, the armored car is totally safe up here on the pier. Well, what, is, what does the one guy say when Garner's like, it creaks or whatever, and the old, and the old guy's like... It's an old pier. It's an old pier. It makes me look at... I think the guy was, saw the, the pier as his own mortality, and if if the idea if the pier was going to break, then that would mean yeah. that he's about to break. Saw or it was that's true. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe, they're, maybe they're spiritually connected. Well, yeah. When the pier broke, he died. Yeah, we used to see that. And they had to make a decision: do we save the old guy or do we save the young lifeguards? By the way, I want to go back for a second. The the guy, the construction guy, or whatever, who was under the pier. How um, how high up was he? Six feet? If, feet. if that. If if oh that. no, he was higher than that. The pier, is, the pier is probably 20 or 30 feet off the water. But he's, he was below it. Right underneath the Okay, but was he... was having a duck under the beam. Was he was he <clears> up <throat> high enough that he would be laying flat, face down in the water if he fell oh, off? Oh, I have no idea. He, I, I'm he, not a lifeguard. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know that kind of science. He fell straight out into the water, so 
Unless he hits, because we didn't see. No, he didn't fall straight out. He fell like down or backwards. No, 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 no but, but he, he didn't, didn't fall. hit anything. He didn't hit anything. Oh, right, right. Like meaning, <clears throat> like I don't know if you fall twelve feet into water, the, most likely he, you just go. They also didn't <laughs> show us that. So you know, even twenty feet would knock the wind out. But you. but not where you're just like flat, like just dead. Yeah, you would be like rolled over, being like, I can't breathe. Yes. He, he he was he was wearing a helmet, so he should be safe. That's true. He was more injured than uh, Eddie, who got pinned by a safe. Okay, I also like... It fell like 30 feet. So, this armored car thing, they're taking pictures of people with the money. Um, eventually, well, like, uh, first, Eddie and Shawnee are having a tough time because Eddie wants to go away for a guy's weekend. Which he does not. He wants to listen to the Lakers. No, he wanted to go away for the guys' weekend. When he decided to stay back, he wanted to listen to the Lakers. What guys? Well, I think that the guys... guys right, hang on. Eddie has other friends? Maybe. No, I think the guys' weekend was to watch the Lakers. No, you know who it was? It was the guys, the the guy lifeguards who we've never met who came out to help pull the winch in. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, no, that was... So I thought that was funny. And then watching Lakers, okay, or listening to Lakers, I just thought it was funny. She's, like, talking to him, like... She's like playing the, the the boardwalk games, and he's like, "Yes," and she's like, "Oh," and then he's like, "Yeah, there you go," and he's like, "Hang on, are you just listening to the Lakers? Are those headphones in your ears?" Yes, they are. So then she takes them, and he says, "Your your attention's all mine," and she takes them from him and puts them on. And she goes, "It's halftime, isn't it?" Which I mean, I'm surprised that when we watch this, Ashley didn't comment about how when we go eat at restaurants, how I always choose where to sit based off of what games I could watch from that <laughs> angle. But <laughs> Brittany likes watching them, so we agree on that. We just yeah, have to no, decide who, what side we're going to share so we can see the yeah, TV. Yeah, usually it's more like, it's like, well, if I sit right here, I can watch the Laker game. Well, no, Ashley, I think, also knows, okay, if the Laker game or the Angel game or whatever is behind me, then, then, then I actually get, then I actually get more attention because yeah. like yeah if, if I'm sitting there and it's behind me I'm always gonna be like yeah but and we'll talk and also I'll go like uh, let me check the score again why if it's actually just up I'm it's not like I'm sitting there watching it it just means it's easier for me to glance at mm-hmm. it's like oh I could just glance at the score how things are going anytime um so this girl that they rescue quote unquote rescue. Is it in is in the armored car for two seconds? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much she's in she happens to be the girl who's taking the picture with her, her who doesn't want to be taking the picture, right? No. Her mom her mom's like a stage mom or something. Yeah, except and, and what mom is like wants her little girl to take a picture with two girls in a bikini and money. But she wants mom, to save the pier. Yeah. She just don't hit the money. She's like, this This photo will be good for my daughter's portfolio. Yes. And she's like, Mom, how much have I told you I don't want to do any of this ever? Yeah, you do. Oh, like, you're such a good actress. You're really convincing me that you don't want to do this. I feel like the girl is being method. She didn't actually even want to do the episode of Big Watch. <laughs> um, so she gets up in there. And then that's when we finally have, finally, the pier starts to break. Well, the wheel snaps in half. Yeah. But then very, it, it, the whole truck... Leans and goes over the edge and magically stops. Well, no, because they put all the weight on the other side. <laughs> no, it stopped and then they went out of the weight on the other side. Which is my favorite, my favorite part of the whole episode. It does that. It tips, and right as it tips and catches, the camera pans over, and the construction truck was parked like ten feet away or maybe twenty feet away with three guys standing in the back with hard hats, races ten feet over, and they jump out to go help. 
Like, they've been waiting there for this to happen. <laughs> oh, man. I hope something happens today. We're really bored to stand on this truck for no reason. Um, so, they Eddie gets the girl out pretty much right away. But then he gets himself... Well, he has to, like, reach in to get her eaten. For whatever reason, he can't reach her, and she's not pinned. Because he's short. He's short. He, I mean, and, and, and she's, she's, not, she's not pinned... But she also just... She's afraid. I think she's afraid. Yeah, she won't stand up and help. So he has to go in farther. And rather than just going in and like grabbing her and walking out, he needs Shawnee to get in so that he can hand her to Shawnee because it made more sense to put more people in the truck. Well, I think part of it was Shawnee. Shawnee was like holding his ankle so that he could get in further and then she could like pull him out. Pull them both out. I'm still not sure what the logic that, that, was. That's a lifeguard technique. But I don't get it. Evidently, the logic was let's put more people in the truck to help do this. Well, the more weight you put in the truck, the less likely it is to fall. Yeah. So there's everybody holding on to the back. I, of it. That, they know, that's how gravity works. Which heavier it is, they're able to hold on to it. They get the little girl out, and as soon as they do, the truck goes over. It takes about 45 minutes for it to fall from the pier to the water. And in the meantime, the door shuts <laughs> and seals. No, because it falls in straight. I mean, it, it is straight. Just but very slowly. Very slowly. Just, but the door's shut. Eddie's pinned now behind the safe. I, yeah. yeah. Not, I think it was the, Did they make it clear, other than the fact that he's quote-unquote pinned? Remember, he's pinned. This is very important for once they get rescued. He has pinned some for, by something. Yeah, he, I feel like a, it was. I think it was what the money was actually in. Like it's, it's a safe like, on wheels, so yeah. it can't be that heavy. What could be? Couldn't it? I guess, but not like. But if it's on wheels, it can't be. It's I mean, not I, so I, heavy. Well, the, I think the problem was he said like my ribs are busted, so he didn't have he because of his muscle wounds, he probably didn't have the strength to push it, and you know, yeah, there's, there's and Shawnee's just attractive. She's just supposed to be attractive. She's not supposed yeah, to be so, nails. Nonetheless, they end up at the bottom of the ocean. He's pinned in the back. And, 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 there, and there's no way to get to the armored car. And Gardner once again tells us, you can't get in there without the key. And don't worry. No, you, the, it's an electric key lock and it's shorted out because of the water. Right, so the only way to get in there. And they can't use blowtorches because it was designed against blowtorches. Blow Pretty much, he tells us, no matter what you're thinking, no. <laughs> and then and then he's like, but don't worry. The, or then they, someone tells us, I think the guy who was using as a marketing is like, don't worry, they're coming. They'll be here about three hours. <laughs> and then and, and Mitch goes, uh, that's not going to work. It's, also, it's I, airtight, so it's okay. I, I, but I, not watertight, because water is coming in like crazy. Literally, water can get in easier than air. <laughs> I, uh, I wish that there was like a follow-up. I didn't even think about how it's airtight, yet it is taking in water not extremely quickly, but pretty quickly. Oh, it's coming like a hose. <laughs> um, <laughs> this episode, I had never thought about this, but Craig really could have been a lawyer slash lifeguard. I, he could have picked up a lot of cases working the lifeguard beat. You know, he could he could easily sue the old guy because the old guy was like, nah, it'll be fine. This have, heavy. Have you thought about being a lifeguard lawyer? I, I'm thinking about it now. I mean, I don't know how the sun will do with you, but... It won't, but I'll sue the sun. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the guy who was like, you'll, you'll it'll sue, be fine. You'll sue your, your, the job you currently, that the lifeguarding, the Baywatch, yeah. the beach that hires you, so that way you're like, what, you put me in the sun? Look at me. Yeah. Ugh. So he sue should, them. He, he should like just have a practice where he's like filing case on behalf of like beachgoers. Or just, or just give his card to people who he has to rescue. Like, yeah. man, that faulty pier fell down. Here's my card. Contact me later. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't remember who slammed down first. So the the, the truck's at the bottom. 
Who wasn't swam down first? Craig. Craig, Craig. So he swims down, no problem. It's got to be at least 20 feet there. But yeah. no problem for he's, a lifeguard. He, well, he's, he's Baywatch. No problem for a lifeguard. No big deal. Baywatch has swims sli- down, have down. supernatural powers. Knocking on the window, looking like... To swim down 20 feet, you're going to be, one, miserable. Your ears are going to be shot. And two, you're not going to have that much. But no, he's no problem. He's knocking on it. Shawnee's looking. They're waving at each other. No, you're right. You're right. Because I, I thought, man, it's deep down there. And my thought is, okay, he's diving down 15 feet. His whole goal is just to get a idea so he can come back up and provide information. Not knock on anything or anything like that. But just like, oh, right, guys. It's down there. It's about this far down. It's standing. Like, I mean, I just provide information to people. Um, and first of all, you couldn't swim twenty feet without your ears. But you're not Craig, the lawyer slash the lawyer lifeguard. Which brings or me lifeguard to lawyer. Look at the, the supernatural powers they have brings me to think that by season ten, that they're all going to sort of be. Oh, they'll just fly around. They're, they're, no, they won't fly. They'll all just be like Captain America ish <laughs> with powers. Where they're slowly just going to get ridiculously like soon, soon. No, you know what they by, are by, by season ten. Craig would have swam down and just pulled it up. You're, you're, or, or, or at least, no, he would, he would have tried and struggled, and then Mitch would have dove in, and the two of them together would have You're, you're comparing it to the wrong franchise. No. They're gonna be like the Fast and the Furious family. Oh, that's a probably, that's a much better, that's a much better one. Where they start off sort of normal, and then all of a sudden, you've got a, you got Black Superman. Yeah. Yep. No, they would have hooked, they'll hook a rope up to the boat. And they'll get so much speed of the boat that it'll pop the truck well, out. Were they, didn't they put something underneath okay. the, the car to make it like float up a little bit? Here's my here's the part I loved. So they figure out how deep it is. They figure out they can't get into it, and then they come up with this crazy plan about getting enough inflatable boats under it to lift it up. I don't know that's how they get the, the boats under. That's actually the most reasonable thing they did. No, 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 no. I just think it's funny that somehow I just thought it was. To me, it made a hundred percent sense. It, it was a, a smart idea. That's because, a real salvage method. No, but they I don't put the boats under. They put a strap underneath the car. They hook the boats up to it and air it out so it floats. Mm. No, I thought it was smart. I just thought it was crazy how quick they came up with that idea. But I mean, I guess if they've no. done it before, yeah. yeah. What was crazier was all this went on, and it seemed like maybe five minutes, and they had hooked everything up and floated it up. Well, and we got a whole SWAT. Baywatch team of randos who we've never seen. Well, I don't understand why that wasn't the first plan. As soon as, like, it was like, we're not going to be able to do the log, but they should have been like, yeah, we've got inflatables coming. I don't know. I I like when they're rescuing it, they've got, one, they've got a helicopter, because that'll do something. And they've got three or four boats, and then they've got, like, a little dinghy boat, right where they're trying to lift, and it's just racing through to nowhere. No, I think it was just for the action of the shoot. It's just racing through and it takes off. My favorite part is that they brought in like a tow truck and then put like out a wench attached the thing to pull it in, and you got a bunch of lifeguards pulling on like a metal wench. Well, they but well, I like too when they first pull and, they, and then there's not enough of them, and it's like and there's like and the construction worker brought a uh, uh, like a uh, front loader yeah. or something, and they hooked the rope up to it, so they floated it up, which kind of makes sense. And then they were going to drag it up on shore, uh-huh. which that's where this fell apart. That being so heavy, but they can't—they're not going to be able to help the truck that's pulling in the. That's I think the truck wasn't getting very good traction. Yes, because uh, because despite and the you fact need that lifeguard hands. No, despite the fact that that, that the lifeguards thought of this great plan about using the boats to lift it up, they did not think. You know what doesn't get good traction? Do you know? Do you know where cars don't get good traction? On, on sand, sand. Uh, dune buggies do. 
Well, they don't have a dune buggy tow truck. Maybe next season they will. Baywatch probably actually owns a dune buggy tow truck. Probably. Probably. But they couldn't get to theirs in time. Yeah. Because it's all... So, so, the, so, the, so the tractor spins its tire. Yep. It doesn't get anything done. So 30 or 40 lifeguards come over. I don't know how they have so many lifeguards. They all, all hands on deck, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But except usually when all hands on deck means, it means... Three randos in the background, and all our main characters doing everything. Maybe it was like the day of like lifeguard training school. Well, or something. they all showed up and grabbed on the rope like tug of war and pulled that sucker right out. Yep, no problem. And then this is why I want to bring up the fact once again that Eddie was like stuck behind. I mean, he was pinned down, except for the part where Shawnee was clearly behind him. Well, and so I think I figured that out because I wondered when they were at the bottom. I think the truck was sitting kind of on its nose, so that right. it was going towards the front. When they lifted it up, I think it leaned backwards. So I'm guessing that that thing on wheels mm. rolled away okay. and freed him. I was wondering, because I was just like... I mean, he often was sucked enough that we had that scene where he pretty much accepted death and told Shawnee that he loves her and was like... Yeah, he was like... <laughs> like drowning. Like, I don't know why he was so, leaning backwards in the water. So I want to know, though. Shawnee said, I love you. He didn't say anything because he was dying. He just he said wasn't out of he, there yet. He hung solo and just Listen, said, "I know." He, wasn't he didn't, out of there he didn't yet. want to say. No, he didn't want his dying words to her to be like, "I love you," so that she was like, "Did he love me?" Or was he just saying it because he was dying? Um, yeah, because that that would be a whole Shawnee episode afterwards dealing with. <laughs> there would be. Did he mean it? I don't know. Uh, is mm. she drama enough? <laughs> um, I just I, I don't know. I like these episodes when lifeguards need lifeguards. When the lifeguards themselves also need to be let rescued by other lifeguards. Listen, sometimes lifeguards need to be saved. Yeah. We haven't had an episode in... I want to say that... To the beginning, where they've actually done actual lifeguarding, like saving someone drowning. I want to see an episode where uh, where regular people have to save the lifeguards. Ooh. Or where the lifeguards save a regular person, like a regular beachgoer, not a criminal with their race car or themselves. Or, or a victim of the criminal race car drivers. I want to see an episode where the lifeguards save someone on the beach. What about the bride who uh, uh, Trevor saved? Okay. Who fell off of Breaking Bad's boat. <laughs> okay, that's pretty much the closest we've come in a long... Like, I just mean, like, yeah. most of the time, the people that are saving are either the bad guys or the victims of the bad guys of the episode. They're never just like... Oh man, there was two guys out there in the kayak and it's, it just toppled and they started drowning. Or there's a rip current, we gotta save some people. Oh, there's a kid out there. No. Well, you wanna watch, you wanna watch Boring Baywatch? Swim out, save somebody in a kayak? If there was a kid, if there was a kid out there in a rip, in a, in a, in a you know, current pulling him out, that kid would also be the owner, would be the son of some rich, evil businessman who yep. also was trying to take over the whole pier. Yep. Like, like yep. it never could be a normal, just a normal person who's like, oh, we're so happy. Mm-hmm. We were visiting from Nevada. Thank you. If there was a kid out there drowning, he would drown. Because all these guys would be out <laughs> dealing with some police Serial killers. Yes. All right. No lifeguards on duty. But, while all this excitement is happening... We have an awesome beach volleyball tournament. Which... Okay, which evidently you win like ten thousand dollars. Why not? Well, it was which, a, it was which, a pro, it was a pro am game. It was a pro am tournament. Okay, um, and I mean the ten thousand dollars came from all the money that they were raising for the beer. <laughs> That's right. Um, I, okay, I was thinking about this. Now I, I understand beach volleyball. You play with two players, um, 
And obviously playing on sand is very different than playing on a hard court, like like regular volleyball, which is six players or five, six. Oh, I think it's five or six. And it's on like, you know. Like yeah, the front, three in the back. Yeah, and more on like a regular basketball court-ish yeah. type of flooring. But maybe wonder like why we don't have beach forms of other sports, like beach baseball, where they have to just run from base to base in sand. Yeah, your ground ball goes one foot. <laughs> that would be like, boom! It drills in the <laughs> Beach football. A bunt, a bunt just drops glance at your feet. Yeah, the, the punt. You're like, oh, there it is. I got it. Try and put that on the pallets. Um So, by the way, there were two... Okay, so we have two storylines, but I counted three montages for just this one storyline and nothing for... No, there was none for the for the armored car. No. no, so I have Jill working out. I have a volleyball practice, and then I have the game. Yes, yes. Um, so Trevor hits up Jill pretty quickly into, "Hey, you want to be part of this beach volleyball tournament that's going on?" And she goes, "No, I retired years ago," or some bullshit. And then he goes, "Well, your ex is there," which I didn't know. Trevor and Jill became such good friends that he knows who his who her ex is. And he knows that he's. Already in like signed up to play. Yeah, like he's I, like watching. Like he I like, follows. The I guy. was like, given that we didn't even know that Jill really had X. I mean, like it's not like we did. did you know that she used to play pro am volleyball and she was poised to become a professional? Well, no, we're not as good friends with her as Trevor Probably is. Not because we missed the shows where Jill has actually talked about all this stuff. Because we there's only like three Jill episodes total. What if there's, like, a whole slew of, like, deleted scenes where it's, like, Jill talking about her professional volleyball team? There's all these episodes. Every time they came to edit, they're like, ah, just edit the, the scene where Jill talks about her personal life out. We don't actually, you know what? Let's edit Jill out of this whole episode over here. Well, well now we're about two minutes short. Just put a montage of Shawnee walking around. She looks hot. <laughs> so Jill's ex, sure enough, does come hit her up. Okay, and by the way... nope. Don't want to do it. I love when Jill's ex comes because she, some one of them. I think she goes like, oh, "He's still beautiful," yes. and I see him and I go, "Jill, you could do a lot better than this douchebag." Yeah, I mean, at least if you're going to go with a douchebag, at least pick a really attractive douchebag. Br- Britney's first comment was, "Oh, he's kind of gross." <laughs> that, that was actually. Oh he went on and he did like general. He was like a main guy in general. I think General Hospital, one of the soaps. Huh. But I mean, like, it was just one of those things where I was like, okay, a little weird. But she thinks he's so hot, and she wanted to show. She immediately falls back in love with him. He takes her out on a date, and turns out he's just trying to get her to play volleyball again. Except he needs some man. He, he, either he has no clue. How to help, like, reach her, or, like, he's like, I mean, I just thought you'd want to play since you're ready this time, because you sucked ass last time, because you weren't ready. <laughs> oh, that's really going to win her over. I'm trying man, to give you, you a really, chance to redeem yourself. <laughs> you really got to speak to her. Man, last time, remember when you quit and you sucked? That's exactly how it was. <laughs> this time, you could totally redeem yourself, because you're ready. I could tell. So she slaps him. But, well, she practiced slapping on Mitch, because... We had to see that scene where she's jogging. Well, she and said that too, like after she went out to dinner with him, like in the waiting room when she was supposed to slap him because she told Mitch that was what she was going to do. Uh, um, that she's like, "Oh, oh, I you're, love, you're, you're kind I of love your luscious um, uh, mullet." 
Yeah. Let's have our dinner with you. Yeah, and I just... But I like how she didn't have to practice slapping on Mitch. Like, oh, that's what Mitch is there for. Practice, slapping practice. But I mean, like, Jill could do way better. I mean, honestly, if you're going to go with a, a douchebaggy guy, at least pick, go, at least go with Trevor. He's younger and actually nicer. Well, she does. Then she goes back to the locker room and tells Trevor, hey, you're doing this with me. We're going to go win. Yeah. We're going to take him out. And then, I don't know, they enter, like, three different working out volleyball monsters. And basically after that... Oh, and of course, because this is TV, they can't... Pl- the only way they can even reach each other is in the championship game, in the bracket. Nope. There's no way they could meet each other in the second round and just be over. Nope. It is only if we both go all the way to the end. That's because they were each the best. So <laughs> each of their teams was going to be the best. And at the end of... The, the rest of the episode is literally just... Montage after montage of volleyball because you can't really just sit there and show a volleyball game. So it's just montage of well, I'm working out. I was I actually did comment during scoreboard during this during this. I was like, oh, volleyball mon- oh no, volleyball montage. And I was like, this actually might be one of the best uses uses of montages that Baywatch has used in a while. We're actually showing. Like, well, what else are you supposed to do? You're just going to show the progression of them winning games. Yeah. Or, like, still Super- very boring, but maybe the best use of the modern. Right. At least as a more common sense version. It's what they would do in almost anything mm-hmm. in a movie. Or, I mean, it's the. It's what like, they did in the Pride Kid, the All Valley Tournament. Yeah, they're going to. Uh, now. Uh, th- there was a one scene that I really loved uh, when Jill's playing Chris. And he was clearly standing on like a crane of some sort to spike the ball. He was like he was like three feet over the the uh, the net when he like. Hit you, it. You, you, sorry, you just don't have a good vertical leap. But <laughs> I, I don't think he did. No, he did. <laughs> he, he did. He saw it. You didn't see from bottom. <laughs> he was up at the top. <laughs> um, so I like so Jill pretty much broke her shoulder at one point. It feels like during this or dislocated it or something. And so the moral that, that she really wants it to reach everyone with is, no matter how bad you're sacrificing your own body, it is worth it to get back at your ex. Well, she yeah. says she says to Trevor at one point when her shoulder's like, he's like, we well, just got to call it. She says, there's more to volleyball than power. Then why has she only been using power? And then she immediately spikes the ball. Yes. Yes. It was up front. Yeah, it wasn't like she like psyched him out and like did something like a weird thing. Yeah. Also, they played her like she was some hero. There was, like, heroic music playing. Because she played with a bad shoulder? Well, okay, okay. the whole bad shoulder story arc. Because the, the shoulder gets its own little... Like, where it's like, she's going to quit. And Trevor's like, really? I'm surprised and, that and wasn't... Then, and then Trevor finally comes around to it and says, hey, you need that, to quit. that took some bravery when pretty much she says, yeah, I can't, my shoulder, I quit, and tells her ex... And her ex goes off and is like, "Yeah, we're gonna win this." Yeah, and Trevor goes without playing. And Trevor goes, "That took, you know, that took some guts in a sense. Like, hey, don't worry, you're good still. You know the truth. That's all that matters." And then she's like, "You're right, Trevor. Fuck that. <laughs> Let's play." Like it's like, hang on, you quit. Your your <coughs> friend who's actually supporting you during this is going like, "I have totally understand." No, I'm going to keep playing now. Oh, okay. I'm not going to let him show me up. And then they show show us how good it went by them being down, down 13-0 to zero or something pretty but much right away. Along, she's always going to win. But oh, she didn't. Well, the, because well, then we get the, the superhero powers again where, okay, so a little after she decides to quit, maybe for the first, okay, she decides to quit, 
Um, then she doesn't. Then they start losing, and then at one point, Trevor's like losing bad. They're getting killed. Like they start having a little. Oh, she hurts, and Trevor has a time. Does you know calls timeout because he calls timeout during the montage for some reason, or by the music playing. And then they start having a little convo, and then that's when she says, "There's more than." To the volleyball power. and power. And, and, then, then, and then, miraculously, by saying that, her shoulder doesn't bother her the rest of the game. Yeah. And I, I looked. I was like, man, she's really using her right arm a lot, given that's the one that was bothering her. It wasn't like she switched up and is starting to use her left hand more. Well, like, you missed the scene where Mr. Miyagi came and slapped his hands together, then rubbed them together, then touched her shoulder, and she was good. Well, they ended that out. Maybe yeah. that's what, uh, maybe that's what, like... Trevor did, and we just missed it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he learned that skill at the working at the uh, spa. beach club. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and they're playing heroic music for her. She's playing for her pride, not she's for any other thing. She doesn't even give a shit about the money. She no. just wants to be her ex. Her ex. That's all she cares. Her about. scumbag ex who doesn't matter at all. Like. And I like how he puts it on her that he cheated on her. You gave up, or whatever yes, it was. Yes, yes. What do you mean I cheated on you? You just gave up. You were a horrible volleyball partner. Of course I'm going to sleep around. <laughs> he said, you give up. I had to get a new partner. You knew Like, that- I'm naturally just going to sleep with whoever my new volleyball partner Here is. The thing is you, you knew the deal, Jill. You knew that you only got this dick if you were playing at peak level. <laughs> you gave up. Now, whoever is my volleyball partner, I'm sleeping with them. And you knew that. Yeah. Now... My question, okay, so, I mean, I don't know when he took her on this date before the volleyball tournament, like how many days before. Was there just like, was he just already had this girl ready yeah, in the week just girl. to sign up? Like, I guess. Like, He's like, Jill's not going to do it. Or, so or, 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 maybe, or maybe that was his current partner and she he was about to have an affair with Jill and switch teams with Jill. And then was like, ah, uh, she said no. I mean, you're, you were my first choice anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was just... I, I love when they finally, because surprise, surprise, they come back by being down like 13 nothing, and they come back and win it. The, yeah, it's like game point, and all of a sudden they come back and they're like, we won! And and then I love that the crowd lifts up Jill. Not yes. Trevor. Trevor just has to stand there and look at Jill be lifted up. Jill's well, yeah, I'll tell you, Trevor was, I'm sure Trevor was glad because, oh, Trevor, always hitting on the ladies. <laughs> yeah, he, he immediately goes and be like, hey, you want to travel with me? You, I got, I just want a bunch of money. You want to go on a date? I got five grand. Take out a nice side on this. I'm pretty sure he didn't get all ten grand. All, all Jill wanted was to be her ex. Yeah. He, and he immediately. So Jill says she doesn't want to travel the world. She's now gone into retirement. So then Trevor walks across the net to the girl that the sleazy ex was playing with and asks her, "You want to travel the world with me? Yeah. You're pretty good." And then I would be awesome if that's how they write him off the show. He's like, I'm going on the pro amateur tour. <laughs> and it, this is the last episode we see of Trevor. He just goes up. It's like, they just mentioned it in a few episodes from now. Oh, I hope Trevor's enjoying his world tour. Or they show, they show one of the, like, how we watching TV. He's like, oh, I was just watching Trevor. He's playing in uh, Japan right now. Dad, Dad, come out. Trevor's playing. <laughs> they just do a random montage of Trevor playing around the world. <laughs> uh, getting coronavirus. Yeah. Then he can return for 10 days, so he keeps his lifeguard. Uh, certificate. Um, no, I just think it's just... Foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> it was just... It was a ridiculous episode. Just... The volleyball part... Well... And the fact that they can... They, that they... They edit... They, they edit these two story arcs together. I almost feel like this show would work better sometimes. As one of those, like... I mean, they don't do it with adult shows. You know, 
really. But like like my daughters, they watch shows that they're thirty minutes, but they each storyline is actually only like you know, twelve minutes long. Yeah. And it's like the first half and there's this and the second half is that I feel like this one was Baywatch would benefit better from that because it's weird when you see all these extra Baywatch lifeguards have to go out and save Eddie and Shawnee. These ra- like like a group of like twenty randos that we've never seen before have to go there. But don't worry, Trevor and Jill We'll just cut back to them just playing volleyball still. And they never acknowledge that, oh my gosh, this happened over there. The, well, that's how the story arc two, The story arc's two totally The two storylines hardly ever reference what's happening with honestly, the other. Honestly, for all we know, the volleyball game was not taking place on the same day as the Peter. Well, it had to have been because Joe wasn't there. No, but she, she was playing in a pro volleyball tournament. She would have taken off for that. She wouldn't have been on duty also playing volleyball. I mean, although she could have been, I suppose. But for all we know... Yeah, it is Baywatch. She probably yeah. was. She, the, the tournament could have been a day before. That would have been, that would have been, a, great, that would have been a great part, too. If during the middle of the match, she had to go and rescue someone who was drowning. With her bad shoulder. Uh, yeah. But but she they could have been playing the game like a week before the armored car went in. Or, you know, the day after. <sighs> it just... It was something. It was something. <laughs> oh, it was something. And yeah, she wins. She gets five thousand dollars. She retires from beach volleyball forever again. Yeah, again. Yeah. I was like, well, okay. I was thinking this: like, if you really want to piss off your ex, not only would you beat him, and you know Trevor won't argue this because Trevor has a thing for slightly older ladies or yeah. something. Because I guarantee she can be like, so why we're doing this? Why don't we also just like be all over each other? Well, she did kiss him. Yeah, I'm just saying because that you know that's gonna make the ex even more upset. Like, what this? This guy, too? Ugh. Yeah. She did kiss him. Well, it, it, that's been a long time coming. They're the they're the uh, couple that no one cares about because we can't really tell if they're a couple or not. Yeah, but she, like, just kissed. I mean, it wasn't like... Yeah, I mean, people just randomly kiss people. Yeah, it was... I mean, it was like Hobie kissing the bikini girl. Right, or it was like kissing, like, friends. Like, friendships. Like, you just kiss... Acknowledge <laughs> your friendship. Like, I've heard how people feel... How I've heard... Um, I heard this the other day that there was a there was an opinion out there that that the the end of uh, Rise of Skywalker spoiler to be of not seeing Rise of Skywalker um, that the kiss that happens between two main characters is just is just a kiss acknowledging their their friendship that they've had over their history over the last few oh, years. Oh yeah, it was like a same sex kiss, right? Wait, nope. Have you seen the newest Star Wars? Yeah, but I don't remember when Kylo Ren and Rey kiss. Oh uh, oh yeah. That some people argue that's like, oh no, that was just to acknowledge their friendship. I'm like, no, I think they just were enemies who also the hots for each other. Yeah, the, <laughs> they acknowledged their friendship that they had for six months, <laughs> that where they were never really in the same place except like through force powers. Yeah, just like that. Yeah, I haven't heard that theory. All right. Well, anything else? No. All right. Well, my most valuable lifeguard. Is Jill for healing herself so she could win a volleyball tournament? Because I think it's—I mean, it's—I didn't know she was Wolverine, and she could mm-hmm. just heal herself. Mine would have to be the electronic locksmiths who came and brought their cassette tape player and magically opened the lock in five seconds. Uh, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it wasn't cassette, right? It wasn't. Yeah. It, they opened this case. And it was like an old style, like you put the cassette tape in yeah. and it would play. And they, it took them no time. How to did open that, hang on. how did that work? 
They hooked some magic box up to the outside. Nobody knows what it was. They put the cassette in, and boom, it popped open. That was actually a J.J. Abrams idea. It was a magic box. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure I, out. I don't... I try, I'm just trying to think of electronic stuff. Like, if something shorted... Like, because the electronics is... And it happened so fast. They stuck something to the door. They opened a case that had a cassette player in it. And poof, it opened. So... If you want to rub, rub it on the car, all you need is that cassette tape thing. Yeah, evidently. And then, boom, it's open. You're done. It's easy. It's fast. It's actually faster than actually trying to ro- actually like steal it or yep. drive it somewhere. It's just, just yeah. very fast. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it to Trevor. He gave Jill the drive to beat her uh, ex. He got $5,000, uh, and he got another lady. That's true. He actually, he actually won win-win-win for Trevor. Plus, he also, not only did he get Jill to, like, play in the tournament, he also was like, it's cool, man. You know, it took bravery and guts to, you know, swallow your pride and be like, I'm injured. I'm not going to be able to save people anymore. You know, your job. Uh, you know. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Did you guys know what to do? Like, share, comment, post, and retweet. In that order, and we will give you a prize. <laughs> First person to do all of those in that order... We'll get a surprise. A picture, a picture of yourself in an armored car. <laughs> or, or a picture of LJ. <laughs> Alright. Peace.